So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this is probably gonna be about spending and money and materialistic bullshit and um, experience as well. I at least guess. You know, this is my assumption, but uh, I don't know. But more now, after the intro, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, with that being said, hello, welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics fucking podcast. And, and I'm pumped. Probably shouldn't. My god, what's going on? Um, as I said before, uh, we are going through another article, and this is an article from the CNBC makeit.com site, or it's actually cnbc.com slash or forward slash make it. I think it's actually make dash it or something. I'm not quite sure. And it's, you know, something grabbed my attention, you know? Something grabbed my attention. By the way, if you want to listen to this podcast and or if you want to listen to this particular YouTube video, then the link is down in the description because this is actually a podcast, but you're also having the ability to watch the YouTube video, you know? Especially also for the people that are listening to this podcast right now. And if you actually truly want to have a look at the YouTube video. The link should be also down in the description, you know, for all the people that actually want to have something to watch, want to have something to look at, want to have something like that. You know, it's totally possible as well. But um, it's probably a little bit smaller here because it's, it's, it's nicer there because this article just grabbed my attention. It says, it's not just experiences, spending on objects makes us happy too. It's actually a really fucked up sentence, first of all, and second of all, I don't know. I don't know if I should believe in it. I don't know if it's actually something that I would sign, something that I would suggest to do. But um, this is the reason why I'm actually interested in going through this one. What the fuck? It's, it's a long one. It's really long. But yeah, I'm, I'm still going to read it, I guess. And I'm still going to read it for you, I guess. So it is in the spend section. I didn't even know that there is a spend section. Just by the way, um, as you can see, Jeff Bezos on the very top of the page here. And yesterday I've actually seen the news that Jeff Bezos is now the second richest person on earth. Just because the Facebook stocks, uh, not Facebook, but Amazon stocks fell again by, I think it's actually 20% or something. So it's actually a relatively significant number, um, which leaves him with... I think it's 103 billion from 106 like it's it's or or even less I guess. I think it's been I think it's actually been been more. It's been quite a a few billion which uh, makes Bill Gates again the richest man on earth. But I still kind of feel like okay they they actually do not give a fuck about who's the richest now and who's not the richest and who's the second richest person. I don't know. I at least is young. So it's not just experiences, spending on objects makes us happy too. And it is published on Thursday, the 24th yeah. <laughs> of October 2019. And as always, the link is going to be down in the description. So if you want to check it out as well, especially if this video is going to be a year old or maybe even older, then you're also going to be able to check out this article just because it's linked down in the description, also in the show notes, if you are on the podcast. So my parents always joked, money doesn't buy happiness, but let's find out just to be sure. <laughs> I 
As it turns out, much of what we know about the link between money and well-being is oversimplified. Money can buy happiness and not just when it affords us the security of having enough to pay the bills or save for the future. As an April 2019 study found, changes in life satisfaction are associated with changes in consumption and not changes in income. So changes in life satisfaction are associated or associated with changes in consumption and not changes in income. Which leads me to thinking like, okay, uh, if it is not about income, then it's also not going to be about money. But if it's about consumption, then, uh, yeah, you know, but, but we're talking about it, I guess, you know. Um, despite the recent trend toward minimalism, it seems that buying stuff makes us happy or buying stuff makes us happy. While we may be reluctant to admit it, there is benefit to acknowledging the influence of consumption on our happiness. Namely, when we are willing to understand and work with the complexities of our financial behaviors, we may have a better chance at improving our habits. If we acknowledge that there's something going on with spending and that spending might make us a little bit more happy, even though a little bit, I'm, I'm definitely doubting that a little bit at least. Um, But still, I guess, and this is also something that you've probably seen before, a lot of people that have just given out or that have spread some sort of a financial plan or some financial advice, they have often also been talking about having a quote-unquote bucket for things that you just want to have. You know, you're having a, a, a savings bucket, then you're having a investing in, in stocks or investing in general bucket and then there's going to be a bucket for things that you just can buy without feeling bad for buying it you know and this is actually something that I'm seeing very often this is actually what I've always seen with those financial things I'm not having something like that I'm not spending my money on anything which might also not be the best thing you know the thing is I'm trying to just get happy through um I don't know, doing what I like to do and just uh, living for the long term or something. I don't actually know. <laughs> But something that I can definitely admit is that there is definitely a trend towards minimalism. And I don't know about this as well. You know, it could be something that's good. It could also be something that's uh, not that good. But I'm, I'm not quite sure. So while we may be reluctant, I've read that already. I do believe that, yes, money can buy you happiness. Ramit Sethi, author of the New York Times bestseller, I Will Teach You To Be Rich, tells CNBC Make It. And personally, I don't want to have to skip 2,500 avocado toasts and 1,200... Yeah, it's... No, it's is, is it 1,200? So it's 12,000, you know? No, it's not 1,200, but it's 120,000. Yeah, actually... <laughs> Um, latest, so that maybe in three million years I can finally start living my life. Personal finance experts often argue that spending money on experiences can be one of the best ways to buy happiness. This might mean saving for a vacation, getting groceries delivered or hiring a housekeeper. A poll by Harris Group found that 72% of millennials prefer spending on experiences over material objectives and a series of studies from Cornell found that subjects were indeed happier spending their money this way. What was it? Uh, Fund subjects were indeed happier spending their money on this way. I actually have to just close that one down. Can you hear that? That's my neck. That's my back. Oh, always nice to just stretch out a little bit when you're having some days where you're sitting a lot because 
I don't know, sitting is definitely not the most healthiest thing you can be doing in your leisure time, you know, definitely move, definitely move every single day, um, at least walk, you know, at least just go for a walk, at least do something like that, it's, it's, it's truly important, you know, at least at my point of view. Um, however, this outcome varies depending on your financial background, argues Wendy Wood, a professor, a professor of psychology and business at the University of Southern California and author of the forthcoming book, Good Habits, Bad Habits, The Psychology of Making Positive Changes That Stick. This simple answer to the question of how to best spend your money doesn't consider the huge economic disparities in our society, she tells CNBC Make It. Along with Jacob Lee of the Yulson National Institute of Science and Technology and Deepora Hall of Arizona State University, Dr. Wood and her colleagues studied how social class determines purchase happiness. Their research found that people who were less financially advantaged, partially measured by income, occupation, and uh, education, reported just as much, if not more, happiness from spending on material objects over experiences. This was true for both short and long-term happiness. People of higher social class have an abundance of resources, which means they can afford to focus more on internal growth and self-development, Dr. Wood says. And this is actually something that totally makes sense for me. Like, of course, if you're not having a lot of money, it's going to be just... A lot of pleasure if you're able to spend your money on some things that you always wanted to have, whether it be a new phone. This might also be one of the reasons why people that are poorer, that are, are not really that educated, that are not that quote-unquote rich as some other people are, um, that they're actually consuming way more than anybody else in society. This is actually something that I've seen by having a look at, uh, was it a study? Like it was some, I, I forgot what it was called, but it was somehow like a graphic where, uh, where you were able to see like, um, the, uh, it's not demographics, but psychographics, yeah, the psychographics of people. And something that you were able to see is that high consumption is, um, is actually a really big part of the poorer and or, yeah, let's actually say poorer, um, poorer layers of, it's not layers, what the fuck, um, poorer parts of society. So the thing is, I've seen that most often in Austria it is actually the case, and or it is the case, I don't know what it is like in other countries, but in Austria it is the case that those people that are not having a lot of money are still consuming way more than anybody else. This is something that I've seen. And it is also very interesting and I think it is some sort of a vicious cycle, isn't it? You know, because if you are poor and you're spending a lot, then there is not going to be a lot of money left. You know, there's definitely not going to be a lot of money left for maybe even health-related things and those kind of um, scenarios and, and and reasons and things and whatever, which was pretty interesting and pretty like uh, also amazing to see and uh, also a little bit fucked up to see as well, just because it's 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 such a I know you could assume that, you know, that it is the case that people that are having, that are not having a lot of money are still consuming quite a lot. But um, I don't know. I actually didn't want to believe it before, you know, because I always thought like, well, people are not going to be that, uh, I don't want to say stupid because uh, it's it's not the correct word, but, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's actually a vicious cycle and, and you can understand that and whatnot, but, but yeah, people who are less financially advantaged, oh, this is just a quote, 
In other words, the more financially advantaged you are, the more likely you already have the material goods you want, which then shifts your consumer values to experiences. But Roger Ma and a New York-based certified financial planner and New York-satisfied New York-satisfied New York-based certified financial planner and founder of Life Laid Out says that thinking about spending in terms of experiences versus objects may be limited. I like going to nice restaurants and traveling and I would probably choose them over buying a fancy piece of clothing or bag. Ma tells CNBC Make It, but material goods could in fact add a lot of value to your life on a daily basis that those than those experiences. For example, a new phone that just makes you way more productive, that makes your photos because it's having a third camera or maybe even a fifth camera uh, way better. Like there's so many different things that um, that also material goods can just do to your everyday living, I guess. You know, just just really like those things, like being able to capture things, being able to be a little bit more efficient, being able to be a little bit more faster. Um, like, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know if clothing as such is going to make you that happy unless it is actually some sort of a cultural thing, which means that people are going to recognize it and people are going to just appreciate it if you're just looking cool to them, which then is a reason why you're buying the shit, just because you then look cool to the other people and you're getting the appreciation and the recognition of those people, something that is definitely happening, but I don't know. But I don't know if this is such a such a big part of that, you know, such a big part of um, being happy by buying materialistic things. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The flat screen TV, for example, buys the experience of binge watching your favorite show, then talking about the show with your friends. And that's actually a pretty huge part. Traditional financial advice like don't buy the late or the latte is problematic because it is so general and doesn't take any account uh, doesn't take into account the highly subjective and personal relationship between your own spending and happiness because if spending as they also say you know because I'm actually reading if spending 4 bucks on your daily boba tea makes you happy who's to say that's wrong when people judge your spending habits it can feel like a judgment on your values almost like they're telling you where approaching happiness uh, we are approaching happiness wrong, especially if you already feel financially stressed, as many of us are. It's exhausting to feel the need to justify every dollar you spend in the name of personal comfort. But the truth is, your overall financial health is important too. There are certain approaches to personal finance that might work better with all of this in mind. And I have to say, like, of course, um, having a new phone, actually in my case, Having a new phone would be actually pretty cool because mine is really slow, mine is really old, mine is really not working as it was working five years ago because this is the point or the point of time when it was released. It's actually a pretty old phone. I'm having the iPhone 5S. Now we are at 11. It is something. You know, there's definitely just um, a big technology or you know the thing is it would just as i said before it would make everything a little bit more efficient for me you know it's not really about just having the stage or some bullshit like that it is about having something that works just as i wanted to work working just that i'm able to work with it efficiently and all those things like of course i could just you know reset it again and all those things to just make it faster again but this involves work and those things 
But something that I've seen and something that I've recognized is that people most often spend their money on just being comfortable, spending their money on just uh, things they do not really need, but sometimes paying extra is going to make your life a little bit easier. For example, um, those electro scooters that might be in your just town as well. In mine it's not, but where I'm attending school, there are just a bunch of those electrical scooters or e-scooters that you can just rent and then drive. And they're really, they're really not cheap. They really are not cheap. Maybe compared to just taking a car and whatnot, it's probably going to be cheaper. But compared to just walking by foot or just walking or running and whatnot, they're definitely expensive because... I think they charge like 20 cents per minute and this would be like 20, like two bucks. Like, no, I think it's actually more. You know, this actually is okay if it would be 20 cents per minute. The problem is it is per minute. It is not per just per mile or per kilometer. It's per minute, you know, which means that if there is some red light, if there is some problems and whatnot, then you are fucked. Unless you're kind of just uh, unrending it again, you know, and then rending it again when the green light is, which is something that you could be doing, but who the fuck does that? But yeah, you know what I mean. Like, um, also those sliced tomatoes or those sliced... Actually, something that I've seen is that sliced tomatoes... Uh, what? Sliced tomatoes were just in one of the supermarkets that I am when I'm in school to just get myself some lunch. And I'm always trying to be as cheap as... as, cheap as I possibly can be. Like, it is insane sometimes. Like, the the money that I've spent last year, especially because this year I'm always just taking my food from, my food, my food <laughs> from home with me so that I'm not able, so that I'm not having to buy something in school, um, which, which saves me quite like, I don't know, like five bucks a week or something, probably around that. Because I'm I normally would have spent like, two bucks or something on my lunch which is something that, that's really fucking fine like it really is fine and uh, the thing is like some people spend 20 bucks each fucking break and each fucking uh, lunch break like it is okay it is fine because a lot of people are valuing or are probably valuing just uh, food a little bit higher than I'm doing it because for me the thing is if I'm able to eat it, you know, if I'm able to just uh, consume it and I do not really have to feel bad about consuming it, then it's fine. Everything is good. It doesn't even have to taste that well, you know. If I'm able to consume it, consume it and it is also really cheap then and it is healthy, then it is just fine. It is totally fine then. But um, some people are valuing some things differently than I am doing it. You know, for me, um, I don't know. For me, something that's relatively valuable is, I don't know, sports, for example. Like, if I n would need to, to pay for being able to do sports, I guess, then I would actually also pay for it, I guess. And some people would like would be like, okay, no, I'm not paying for just doing sport. I could just be doing it this way and that way and whatnot. So there's definitely, um, everyone associates or associates different value with different things and this is also good like that because like we all individuals and this is just really beautiful and and now there's going to be some tips and i'm going to read the headlines because uh yeah in reading the whole one is going to fuck my voice i'm not really into that start with a solid foundation which means saving a little bit i guess 
then do a spending audit. Just look at what you're spending your money on. You know, and then the thing is, if you know what you what, what you're what you're spending your money on, that you then you're also able to um, to figure out how you could actually move things so that you're able to just to just actually buy those things that you would like to buy without feeling feeling guilty, without feeling bad for it. You know, focus on big wins. I encourage my readers to ignore the three bucks question like, should I buy this coffee? And instead think more deeply about the big wins. Sethi says, he defines big, win, big wins as financial moves that have the most meaningful impact. The thing is compound interest. You know, if you're buying yourself a $3 coffee every single day, it's going to be 90 bucks a month, which is something. Set a limit for obligatory spending. And this is then it. And this is also going to be it with the article here. Um, let's maybe actually see what the news say. Because I think this episode's going to be for tomorrow, actually. Like, it's always a little bit fucked up. Today is actually Austria's uh, National Day, I think it's called. I'm not quite sure. Let's actually check it out. I don't even know. Never mind. I think... Uh, is there actually an English page? of wikipedia around that would actually be pretty nice i could translate it but like it's there, there is not even an english page for for that but yeah but there is an old picture well it's from 2008 you know it's it's not that old but let's actually see you know let's, let's actually see what the the news say you know if there's something interesting there and because we are in the news section we could also be doing it like that and we're having 54 degrees Fahrenheit. This is nice, but I can't just just do something with it. Do they, are they having a new layout right now? Is it actually like, no, they're not. You know, but there's something like, can't I? Oh, thanks. New images of rumored AirPods Pro charging case. This is something that I want to check out. Like the thing is with AirPods, um, I've heard that they actually sound pretty well, you know, that they're really not that bad and whatnot, but uh, they're just so convenient, you know. They have, but actually by having a look at them, is it smaller? It just could be smaller, but I'm not quite sure. Previously leaked images were of lower quality showing the plastic enclosures of the upcoming AirPods. The original leaks were initially dismissed until icons matching the designs were found a recent iOS 13.2 beta release. Multiple reports have suggested that the new higher-end AirPods, higher AirPods could be launching imminently. These new AirPods are expected to have noise-canceling technology as well as a higher price tag than the current AirPods. The thing is, with noise-canceling, uh, is it working with them? You know, because they're not really isolating uh, as they are. You know, they're really not such isolative. If you can say that, I don't fucking know. But yeah. Walmart drops the price of Xbox One S ahead of Black Market, uh, Black Friday. Are we having Black Friday soon? I don't know. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, every returning character and what they mean for the future. I think it was actually launched yesterday, wasn't it? You know, COD Modern Warfare, just the relaunch or the re done uh, thing, I don't know. Somehow Android's messaging mess is about to get even worse. 
eight spooky Halloween tricks you didn't know your echo could do. <laughs> what the fuck? The Pixel 4 box is hiding an AR Easter egg. This is something that I want to see. Unless it's a YouTube video, then I'm not going to watch it. No, it's not. I do just want to have a picture. Like it's a video. I'm not quite sure if I can show that. Without getting fucked. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit like concerned that I'm getting fucked by showing that and then uploading it again to YouTube. But yeah, I guess it is actually going to be the end of the episode. And I guess this is going to just be it. I wish you the best health of happiness and also success. And I also hope that you're going to remind us of one of you going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy because we can totally change it because it means that you're going to be just a nice person and being remembered as a nice person. The problem there is there is 7.7 people, billion people on this planet, which means that not everyone's going to like you. And maybe even some people are going to hate you. Maybe even a thousand people are going to hate you. But the other three questions that I hope that you're going to ask yourself are why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most? Because those three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business deal. Since a lot of companies started out with fixing something that the founders really were pissed off by. Yeah. <laughs> if you liked the episode, please subscribe to the channel. And also please subscribe to the podcast to never miss out on anything else. And I'll see you the next time. At least I hope that I'm going to do that. <laughs>